Hey, hockey fans, it is a Seattle Kraken and a Calgary Flames game day. So we have a squad cast. Jess Belmosto, are you excited for some preseason hockey? I am always excited for preseason hockey because it means that we're getting closer and closer to regular season hockey. Absolutely. Well, tonight, our two teams hit the ice. So let's talk about it on this squad cast episode of Locked on Calgary Flames and Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Thanks, as always, hockey fans, for listening to us here at Locked On. We, of course, are your hosts, Jess Balmasto of Locked On Flames, and I am your host of Locked On Kraken, Erica L. Ayala. Thanks, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. And we are excited. At the time of recording this, we don't have the rosters for tonight's matchup just yet, Jess. But uh, before we get into that, we're going to have some predictions a little bit later in this squad cast episode. Let's talk about how preseason has been going. We'll start with you. What have you seen from Calgary? What are some of the takeaways so far through four matches for the Calgary Flames? You know, I think that it's safe to say that this team is a lot more mature than they were last year. And that pains me to say as a Johnny Gaudreau sympathizer, a Johnny Gaudreau apologist. But I think that there has been a serious upgrade on the left wing uh, to Jonathan Huberdeau. And his leadership is unmatched in this locker room already. And on the ice, it's been nice to see a lot of the AHL rostered guys kind of break into their own and start to really show their potential as no longer being baby flames, but making that jump to the NHL. I love that baby flames. (laughs) Yeah. A little, little kindling, right? You know, just a little spark, little (laughs) spark, little flitter in the eye. (laughs) Yeah, they're not the Wranglers to me. They're baby flames. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I love that. Um, You know, it's interesting to hear because the Seattle Kraken, and I know we talked about this in the offseason, we were making a lot of moves. Uh, We spoke right before a lot of the the moves kind of became more clear for Calgary, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, And so it was like, what is this team going to look like? That's always the question, right, in the offseason, especially as moving parts moving (laughs) but um I think for Seattle we also have upgraded which is what we needed to see I would have liked us to be a little bit more aggressive but I am leaning into that this is um going to be we're still early in the process but the fact that we've made gains is a good thing um I think we have established leaders on this squad and have only supported them even more with some of the players that we have seen hit the ice Oliver Bjorkstrand uh and Justin Schultz already we're seeing that 
special teams, first of all, is like a thing that people are focused on this year. So you love to see it. And then also it's a more competitive camp for us. You've got guys like Daniel Sprung fighting for a job. You know, we've been talking a lot about what does that mean for Alexander True? I mean, Jonas Donskoy is kind of coming under some heat. Uh, even from our new guy in the booth, Eddie Olchek is like, shoot the puck literally on his first broadcast in the preseason. He's like, shoot the puck. And I was like, what? Well, I mean, he's not lying. So, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he one of the only Kraken without a goal for like the longest time last season? Ever. Yes. Oh, yes. And so I, I think Eddie's like, bro, like, get your life. <laughs> and as we all so. are. Yeah. As we all are. So, um, but that being said, I think that we have um, some work to do. Obviously, it's still the preseason. We don't have what that final roster is going to look like. But also for us, of course, Jess, as you know, um, coming out of the draft in particular from this year, all eyes on Shane Wright and really Maddie Beneers as well. I've said it a few times. I was not too concerned about Maddie. I think he's looked good. Scored a goal for us already. Shane Wright did collect a point. I think, you know, he didn't have 10 games like, like Beneers did. Uh, he doesn't have any NCAA experience like Beneers does. Um, so not surprising. You know, I think I was like, all right, let's let this 18-year-old breathe for a second, people. <laughs> right. Like, I think that's the biggest thing, too, is that all of these players are at different points in their development. And you look at these young kids who are coming out like fresh out of the draft, their last two years of experience and development, if you even want to call it that was mm -hmm. hindered mm -hmm. and severely limited because of like this virus or something that happens that's happening. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Global pandemic. No yeah. Something like that. And Jeez. I think that a lot of people are too quick to like jump the gun and say, this kid's a bust. Right. I'm sorry. Can you go out there with limited training and do your job right the first time? Yeah. But yeah. Try being a woman. But anyway, we're going to move on. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> no, wrong. Yeah. Um, no, I think, uh, I think it'll be fine. I, I, wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Shane in NHL this season, but it's also looking like they're really trying to place him in this NHL roster, which again, I'm fine with. I think it does make some difficult decisions a little bit lower down, you know, the, the depth uh, chart, if you will, but that's also a pretty good thing. So we're just going to have to see how it shakes out. But all right, Jess, coming up next, we're going to step away from our two teams just for a little bit and talk about just some overall hockey. So international hockey, women's hockey, and of course the MNHL. What are some of the things that we're excited about? Because puck drop for the official real deal hockey season is coming up. We're going to talk about that. But now, Jess, let's talk about we have a – a new sponsor here at Locked on NHL, and that's Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. 
Um, and so they will protect your home with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 seven professional monitoring agents who always have your back. So here is how you can get connected with Simply Safe. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just minutes at simplysafe.com backslash locked on NHL. That will save you 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and you will get your first month free. Again, visit simplysafe.com backslash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to our squad cast, a crossover locked on flames and locked on Kraken here for you. Turn it up on a Monday on a preseason game day. Jess Belmosto along with Erica L. Ayala. All right, Jess, we talked a little bit about our two teams, what we're looking at in the preseason, but let's step back for a little bit. Let's talk about what we're seeing in the greater hockey community that we're excited about. Let's start with you. What are some things that either you've seen or that you're excited that are coming up uh, this 2022-23 hockey season? I am honestly very excited for the PHF season and I really want to see how this uh, Montreal inaugural season starts and how that campaign plans out. I think they have a really exciting roster and not only them, but I think a lot of other teams across the league really kicked their rosters up a few levels, whether it be, you know, going internationally and snatching up some uh, Swedish and Finnish players or like with uh, Mallory Soliotis of the Boston Pride just heading right down I-95 to the Mm -hmm. uh, Connecticut Whale. That's right. Swimming downstream. We see that feeder system a lot, as well as with the Riveters and the Whale. Uh, we've seen a little bit of that jump as well. Casey Anderson going to the Riveters was with the Whale. And, you know, we were talking or I was talking for the Seattle Kraken about like the the depth chart, the depth, uh, <laughs> the depth chart for us. And, um, you know, I think you're absolutely right. At the top, we're seeing a lot of solid talent. The good thing is that it hasn't dis- necessarily displaced players because we do have the Montreal roster added. So, you know, maybe some people can move around a little bit. Um, you know, there will be some OGs that we won't see. I'm assuming, um, you know, we are going to get Kaylee Fratkin, who technically has played in all seasons leading up to season eight. Obviously, Madison Packer is back. Jillian Dempsey, um, Janine Weber. She had a little bit of a hiatus, but uh, I, you know, is set to be back with the Connecticut Whale. But you know, Kira Dostal, who came back after having her little baby girl, uh, was that the last that we've seen of her? So uh, you know, it's it's um, it's it's good that the league is moving in the way that it is. Uh, I can't wait till the day where we get like proper 
retirement, like full on retirement tours, a la Sue Bird and yeah. Sylvia Fowles in the WNBA, like, you know, or like signing the one day contract, which we see a lot in hockey. Um, we're not quite there yet, but we're getting there. So I love that. I love that answer. I'm going to go with something. I'm going to go uh, retrospective. And I had such a great time traveling to Florida for the Amerigol Latam Cup. For those who don't know, that's a tournament that was really started in 2018 with the specific intent to have what we consider hard air quotes here, non-traditional hockey markets competing and having ice time. Uh, so this year, the tournament swelled. It started with just five teams in that first year. Obviously, 2020, there was no Latam Cup because of, you know, the the virus <laughs> <laughs> uh, pre uh, that we aforementioned uh, virus that has impacted hockey at all levels. Uh, COVID, there was no 2020 tournament. Keep everyone safe. But um, they came back this year, started from five teams, had 44 different teams, 20 plus countries wow. represented across six divisions. And I got to be one of the broadcasters. And it was so much fun. My family, my ancestral roots are in Puerto Rico and, and Cuba. So there was a Puerto Rican team in a lot of the, in all of the divisions actually. And um, it was just a lot of fun. You know, we stay, you know, or the NHL likes to say hockey is for everyone. The Amerigo Latam Cup is sponsored by the NHL and NHLPA, but it's something that started independently. And the reason I used air quotes earlier is because hockey has always been for a lot of these non-traditional markets. It doesn't look like the NHL, but nothing does. The NHL is the NHL. And I am looking forward to the day, or the IHF for that matter, mm -hmm. I am looking forward to the day where when we say hockey is for everyone, it means that we can enjoy hockey in all its forms, regardless of its proximity to the NHL or not. I get it. The NHL is a big draw and people do things for fun. That right. You know, people can do things for fun. You don't have to be great at it. You don't have to be your best or competing for a medal or a, cup that's going to get dented when Colorado skates for the team picture. <laughs> that was so classic. I loved it. <laughs> anyway, you know, there's a joy. Like, it's taking it back to the roots of when this was a game that people played on the pond, or this was a game where it came from, you know, different church leagues that just wanted to get their folks together, you know, and I think there is a lot of beauty in that. And the Amerigo Latam Cup, I was the first woman to ever call games for that tournament. So that was kind of awesome, too. Wow. But also, yeah, I know, right? Um, but also, <laughs> yeah, it's 2022. It's 2022, yeah. Um, so I think that was a really cool experience. Uh, my voice definitely suffered. It's a it's a short window for like I called 20 plus games or something like that. So my voice uh is still a little raspy from that, <laughs> but it was a good time. It just really um it, it really 
got me in touch with, again, where my family is from and seeing what hockey looks like through our eyes. And I really appreciated that. But also Egypt, Lebanon. So we're talking Africa. We're talking Middle East. It was amazing. So I think that's my highlight retrospective. But also a little plug for Climate Pledge Arena. Uh, You mentioned the PHF, but we also have the PWHPA. Uh, They're not going full league this year. Uh, Some reports that they might be able to do that as soon as next season. So TBD on that front. But they will be doing their barnstorming model. um, And that's going to be exciting. They'll be starting in Quebec province. Um, But then also the national teams, the women's national teams of the United States and Canada are coming to Climate Pledge Arena next month in November. So all of the women's hockey, I'm excited for it. Yeah. And, you know, I believe that they're also doing uh, something very similar in Calgary as well in terms of the national teams. So if you want to watch good hockey and not even just good hockey, but great hockey and some of the top players in the world, it, it's coming. It's knocking on oh, your yeah. door. Oh, yeah. All of the WoHo. I love it. Also, got to give a shout out to our homie Ann Kimmel, who's crushing it with the sled hockey coverage. There's been a lot of um, traction there, especially for women's sled hockey teams, which we love to see. And also want to make sure that sled hockey should be sanctioned through federations, just like everything else. So, like, let's get on that, people. Hockey is for everyone. You know, (laughs) we're going to talk about this a little bit more on Locked on Kraken, but I just want to get an outside opinion. We got our mascot reveal. Uh, (laughs) Bowie. Yes. Bowie the mascot. Uh, Do you have any thoughts about Bowie? (laughs) I love the name. I I do love a good old Bowie, but (laughs) I was not expecting a troll doll uh, <laughs> in troll all doll. honesty uh, but I you know I, it's something I can get behind I think it like his appearance is just fantastic I love the neon nose I love the feather extensions love it's just love it. gorgeous I love that they have an ear piercing as well and let's go Arr, you know <laughs> right and I love that uh Bowie is in a the white jersey the away jersey Mm. that is one of the only white away jerseys uh that is clean that i clean physically clean but you know it looks aesthetically pleasing and i so clean i love it and i love like the feathered eyebrow look we have going on as let's go like Like, okay into the facial hair i love that right (laughs) Um, okay, so here's a few things about Bowie. The hair, first of all, it it the it flows. The lettuce flows like for real. That was intentional as a as a nod to you know all of all of the hockey bros that just like a good flow, you know, that are looking for that head and shoulders endorsement. So I love that. Um, also, so you mentioned the anchor, um, but then this is I thought this was hilarious. It's like a little tentacle and it's like there's a lot of little Easter eggs for folks who aren't 
you know, so deep into all things Seattle Kraken like myself, but there's a lot of little Easter eggs. And so this one, the tentacle is alluding to that. Maybe Bowie went full on crime mob. Nuck if you buck with the Kraken at one point in time. Yeah. I thought that was a feather extension. No, it's a tentacle. So Bowie. And then this, this is also, I thought this was really funny. There's a tooth, a removable tooth. It comes in and out. <laughs> Again, a nod to hockey culture there. So <laughs> I love it. That's so fun. It is fun. Like we were talking offline. I'm not the biggest fan of mascots. And I also know that mascots are not made for me. That they're not like, you know, let's get the 30 something single demographic to get excitable about this mascot. That's not, they're not for me. They're for families. They're supposed to embody the culture of the city or the or the state or the team. And I think Bowie does all of those things. So I'm not mad. No, I like it. I think Bowie's super cool. I think Bowie Bowie's kind of growing on me. Like the more I talk about it, I'm like, wait a minute. I think I kind of like it. Yeah. Like I now feel that like that's a Kraken tentacle or yeah, right? Isn't that cool? More yeah. Yeah, and so the Fremont Troll is, that's also, you know, you can look that up. There's a little bit of history for Seattle there. So, okay, now we have our thoughts, like most pressing thoughts. Obviously, that was super important. Had to get those those out there. I mean, there's a new mascot in the NHL. It has to be talked about. It has to be talked about. I mean, like, I would love also if Bowie kind of absorbs some of that gritty fanfare because gritty, I have thoughts on gritty, and I they're not – they're on the opposite side of the spectrum of my thoughts on Bowie. That's all I'll say. <laughs> That's fair. Ooh, ooh, not a fan. Not a fan. But it's okay. All right. It's okay. Well, I appreciate you. I would love Locked on Flames fans. If you are so led, let us know over on Locked on Kraken uh, how you feel about the mascot. Leads me to ask, though. Yes. Uh, is there a Flames mascot? Like, what would that be? What would you like it to be? So, Harvey the Hound is currently the Flames mascot. There is. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a dog. It's a dog. It's, it, and like, it, in a, in a dog cost, like, skates on but, the ice? Yeah. I don't oh. think he's been dry cleaned since, um, nineteen. 19- <laughs> 80 something when the team in Calgary, but that's okay. It's all right. Uh, Yeah, you know, Harvey the Hound, I think to me, and now I don't know anything about the history of Harvey the Hound, but to me, Mm. it represents the dog within us. Ooh, okay. That dog in you. And, you know, I love that. Oh my gosh. Actually, like, if that's not it, they should just hire you to. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm seeing, I've never. Right. Wow. Oh, 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 okay. He also had his tongue ripped out once. Oh, my. Well, you know, I am. That's not surprising because it's it's out there. It's just right. out there. Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to get a good fo- a picture for the for the folks here. There we go. See, I didn't even know. I did not do my research. I apologize to Flames fans. Okay. I did not know. I learned something, though. Harvey the Hound or, or like. So it's a hound. It's not. It's not a husky. Those are different. Two oh, right. different things. Okay. Yes. Uh, 
I don't know if they went with a hound because they like sniff out blood. Oh, okay. But to me, he looks more like a husky. I thought so because I thought hounds usually had more of a brown coat. Yeah, and like floppy ears. Floppy ears. Yeah. Okay. I'll imagine like, or, or like during warm ups, like someone goes full League of Their Own movie and just hits Harvey the Hounds like off of the glass. <laughs> That would be hysterical, but I would so also funny. feel really bad. Oh, poor Harvey. Yeah, don't be mean to mascots. Yeah, there's still a person in there. There's a there's a human being in there. <laughs> and also mascots, don't be mean to people. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't throw pies don't in their face or whatever. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is why you come to Locked On for an expert analysis on uh Bowie and harvey so all right coming up though we're gonna get into the knit and grit we're gonna have some predictions because our two teams are gonna hit the ice uh tonight so that's coming up on locked on kraken and locked on flames all right, folks, thanks as always for making locked on flames and or locked on kraken your first listen of the day i guess it's not and because you have to listen to one first. Either way, yeah. <laughs> now that you've listened to either show, now check out the other one. And then listen to Locked on NHL. We are marching towards the regular season, which means that we will have our game-to-game -game recap show as a part of Locked on NHL. And also, just like anytime you want things outside of what's happening with our teams, head over to the Locked on NHL show 30 minutes every day of the week except Saturdays and Sundays. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we have a game to get to. Yeah. We have a game. Uh, no, you know, I know everyone knows, but just, a, just as a quick little reminder, the Seattle Kraken got the win in our first matchup in the regular season. It was a shutout, just like all of our games have been so far. So, you know, just putting that out there on September 27th, three nothing win for the Seattle Kraken. Um, you know, just looking quickly at some of these uh, lines here, we uh, both were not great on the power play. No. <laughs> but I guess that means good for us because got things done on the penalty kill. And that's always great, especially I feel like there's a real emphasis, emphasis, I can't talk, excuse me, emphasis on, <laughs> emphasis on the emphasis uh, mm -hmm. on special teams and just mm -hmm. how important they really are. And I don't know if or I guess who the Kraken's special teams uh, coaches are, but, uh, you know, I would assume that things are kicking off right in, in that department. Yeah, I think so. We see this. Uh, the Flames were, if you will, six for six on the kill. <laughs> and <laughs> the Seattle Kraken were three for three on the kill. Of course, the other side of that means that it was an offer for both of us again on the power play. Over six for the Flames on the power play. Over three for the Seattle. Now, on the one hand, yes, special teams has been huge. I, me I mentioned Justin Schultz. Uh, on the kill in particular, but also on the power play. Um, so I like what we're seeing on the kill, especially in our first two games. That includes this one against Calgary. We saw that Seattle was also playing an aggressive penalty kill, or as some might say, power kill. Uh, 
really wanting to establish possession. And honestly, that's how we're playing like all year, all gas, no breaks. And so I, I think that makes a lot of sense. If you have the puck, it's hard for the other team to score. That being said, um, wouldn't it be great if when we had the puck and we had the player advantage that we would score? So, yeah. You would, would think. You, you would, would think. think just that simple. And just Apparently like, not. Apparently no. it's really hard to, like, you get in your own way, I guess, is all I can think maybe you just yeah. push one guy outside of the blue line and let the others just go for it i think yeah just like you know it just it, it will be like a faux even strength but on the power play and then it's like you have that reserve if you need it but just like one dude's just like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna watch i'm just gonna observe right. i'll be the foreman make sure everything's handling <laughs> itself right like just stand towards, <clears throat> towards me. the blue line and yeah you know just shuffle your feet so you're still moving yeah just, yeah, yeah. i think i think that should be a thing it should, it should be. be a thing just like last year i said it should be a thing that instead of just like an easy pre-game skate the seattle kraken needed to like go as if that was the first period whatever their morning skate was because we didn't never wake up until the second period so if you know that get all of that out of the way hours before the game. And then maybe by puck drop, you'll, you'll be in a better situation. Like, I feel like logically that makes total sense. I mean, I definitely (laughs) can see that working, but also working against them. Oh, absolutely. But but the flames kind of had the exact opposite. It's like Mm -hmm. they would (laughs) just take a nap during the second Uh, during the second period or you know like it would still be like effective hockey but it wouldn't be too like turned up a hundred percent and you're just like okay what's happening yeah Uh, also I feel like it needs to be said which is also sad but like yes we are two women yes we talk about (laughs) hockey and yes everything that I just said was an absolute joke Come on. What's your prediction for this game? We don't know the roster yet. I'm assuming it's going to be more of an NHL-ready roster. Um, Those should drop um, at the time that we're recording later today for us. Um, So what are your predictions for this game? Who do you think is going to win? And who do you think scores Calgary's first goal? I think it'll be Huberdo. I think he's going to score their first goal. I I really like what we've been seeing from him. And it just, again, it feels like there hasn't been any time sort of, you know, time lost in terms of Goudreau leaving. You know, we have a (laughs) new Johnny Hockey at home. But, uh, you know, I think that it's probably going to, I'm going to call it a Daryl Sutter game. It's going to be like a 2-1 game. They, mm. they had a very Daryl Sutter like outing against the Oilers. Uh, obviously, different roster, but I would just say it's gonna be I. It's gonna be a two-one game. It'll be very close. Okay, two-one game in favor of. Oh yeah, in favor of the Flames. Oh, Sorry. I mean, yeah. I, am I surprised? No. Do I agree? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, two one. Okay, I think 
Seattle has been scoring at least three goals a game. So I'm going to say we're going to get three. I think we're going to get at least a three spot. Um, We have not given up any goals. I don't know that that continues. I think we might see one squeak in. Um, So I'm going to go. I'm trying to decide if I think 3-1 or 4-2 is more likely. I'm going to go 4-2. And okay. I think we might have to – I would honestly – this is it's a preseason, so, like, who cares? But I honestly would like to see if we can get a 4-2 scoreline, a 4-2 victory coming from behind. So I'm going to say that Calgary is actually going to score first and that Seattle is going to have to come back, um, and I'd love to see that scenario play out. Yeah, no, I always love a good uh, come-from-behind win – Except when it's in the playoffs, because like I just I can't <laughs> we need to just get the momentum going. Like, please don't right. put me through this press. Um, but yeah, no, and especially like to me, the Kraken are an underdog team. I I love rooting for Ryan Donato, finding his footing in Seattle. Like it's very fun to watch uh, him blossom into this player and also this roster really shape up. But unfortunately, not when they're playing. (laughs) So it literally does not matter. But, you know, I think this is great experience for all involved, especially if, um, you know, tonight's one of those nights where players on both sides are in the roster to kind of get like, like this is their final cut moment. Yeah, exactly. Pacific Division's next top roster. All right, Jess, I appreciate your time. Folks, make sure you are following Locked on Flames and Jess Bamasto. Calgary is going to be a really interesting team. Lots of moves, lots of changes, but you heard it from Jess. The leadership looking solid, and we know that's what it takes to get to the postseason and to hoist that cup at the end of the year. And of course, if you are so led, follow us on Locked on Kraken. We have the amazing Allison Lucan breakdown positionless hockey. Ooh, what Ooh. a conversation that was. Oh, I loved it. She's just such she's so smart. I know, just such a great. I know, yeah, of course, she's with the Seattle Kraken now, but even before then, just an amazing mind in hockey. So happy to have her. And she has given so much time and appreciation to a lot of locked on hosts, not just uh, us over at Locked on Kraken. So if you're not following Allison Lucan, do that on the immediate. And you can also watch her on Locked on Kraken. All right, that's going to do it for this squad cast, this crossover episode, Locked on Flames and Locked on Kraken. Enjoy the game tonight. And if you're listening on Locked on Kraken, you know I like to say it, hold fast, stay true. For everyone listening, make sure you're being kind to yourself and to each other. Let's do that hockey, folks.